You're listening to the story of your life with Nick Jana on X-Ray FM. This week's conversation is with a man visiting New Orleans to study the history of rhythm. Arabic empire came down into North Africa. 
never got further down into West Africa, like Ghana and those areas, but it was up further towards Mali and inland. So a lot of the slaves that were coming out of those ports were coming inland. And actually being captured there and brought to the coast and shipped from there. And so a lot of the movement that came into the United States was from the Senegambia region, which has its Arabic influence. And Arabic music is a scale-based music that has a blues influence. Basically, you have like pentatonic scales. You have this melismatic singing, you have like the bending of notes, you have basically the blues, you know? Also why today, like Ali Farquhar and musicians who got influenced by the blues, it feels so natural to them there because it's already that Arabic influence.
remind me of like, think of salsa, which is not blues-based, which is not like bending notes and all that kind of stuff into those, you know, flatted thirds and flatted sevenths and all that, but you have this like rhythmic loops that go on that are really heavy, and that's kind of what keyboard music is about. Caribbean. 
interesting to follow those. Influences and then see how they developed with the other influences there and what what happened over time and as things progresses, you know, things changed, society changed. drum and a snare drum, which were very European, it came from a military background, you know, European military music, you have these cymbals, which were Turkish and Chinese at the time when they were putting them together, that's where they were coming from, you have these tam-tams that were Chinese. Wood blocks, which are kind of, you know, glides, cow, cowbells, all these things. Playing style was unique, you know. And there's the influence of these things because, you know, essentially, you know, the, the longest history, the longest tradition of drumming, you know, the, you know, one of the most complex parts of the world where people play drums is, you know, it's West Africa, you know, some of the most polyrhythmic complex stuff around. So you have, you know, those roots combined with European roots, combined with the instrument, the drum set, which is just like, you know, an amalgamation of all of that. Put together, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's just interesting that that's the way it developed. And it didn't just happen right away, it happened over a long period, you know. Bass drum pedals were being used with timpani and bass drummers and theater and vaudeville and all this kind of stuff, and then it kind of got distilled. Um, for me, the way I'm looking at the drum set is I'm looking at it from New Orleans because on a performance level, that's where jazz started. set performance 
feel like really took off from there, you know. Before that it was called the Trap Kit, it was traps, it was basically just like combining lots of percussion and how you could do that, but it wasn't like bass drum, snare drum, sitting down playing like that. And so that really started here, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, like started to develop a style. Yeah, totally. And then it changed, you know, it just took off rapidly. Which has a lot of different... influence as well, like interesting things like recording. Like you had bands playing with bass drums and snare drums, brass bands for instance. You combine the two, you have one person playing the bass drum and the snare drum parts, but then when you went to record, early recording, before electric recording, when you were just you know, recording into cones, you couldn't play bass drums and things like that. It was too loud. You couldn't hear any other instrument. It would just, you know, kill the disc. So, yeah, they have different styles of playing, which is kind of like where all the wood blocks and playing on the ribs comes in. Because mm -hmm. that could cut through and that could keep time. It wouldn't drown out all the other instruments. Until a certain point when you get electric recording, and then all of a sudden, you can hit a bass drum in a recording. You can play other stuff, you know? So, what we hear recorded from that era wasn't necessarily what was, playing what was being played live or in the clubs. This has been the story of your life with Nick Jaina. Today's episode featured music from the Satellite Ensemble. And a conversation with Matt Berger. <laughs>